Yo, what up, Asian Not Asian listeners? Our stand-up comedy show, Hack City, is back. This month, we're at Caveat in the Lower East Side in Manhattan. It's on Tuesday, November 23rd. Doors at 6.30. Show is at 7 o'clock. Come through if you're in New York City. And for the first time ever, and for this show only, there's a live stream option. Tickets available in the episode description, in our Instagram bio, and on asiannotasianpod.com. See you there. It is interesting. I feel like a lot of people, a lot of listeners may be wanting to do sort of creative things, acting, whatever it may be. And, but they spend like five years convincing themselves not to do it. And before they know it, they're like 30. And then they go, meh. Welcome back to another episode of Asian Not Asian Podcast, a podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. Yeah, there, there we go. There That's we go. better. See, it was recording. It's, it's working. <laughs> it's working. Uh, guys, if you want to know what just happened, go to our YouTube page for uh, visual aid. <laughs> visual, aid. Vi- visual content. Visual content. Visual if you content. You want to know what just happened now? Go to YouTube and check out our uh, thing. Yeah. Uh, we are coming at you live from New York City uh, from Canal Street Market. Today is October. 15th Friday we hope you are um, healthy we are we're this is a double header we just recorded a previous episode now we're recording our second one we're just we're trying to get it in we're trying to get it in I leave tomorrow Fumi flies out tomorrow he's meeting up with crazy people tonight he's doing shows and it's gonna be crazy if you're uh, uh, listening to us on the Apple podcast app please leave a review uh, leave us a nice five stars and uh, leave or you know what leave five stars and then a mean review I don't care Uh, words are words and if you're if you're on Spotify hit follow and if you're on YouTube hit uh like subscribe you know do all the things right leave a comment and if you heard the last week's episode you know that if you leave a review a funny review the best review mike will get it tattooed on his thigh i will i will do it that will happen i almost got i almost got this is real uh there was there's a place here in new york city called lobster and burger okay and they had a thing where if you went to their restaurant they had a tattoo guy just set up or if you went to their restaurant and you got tattooed one of their little things, it was either a lobster or a burger or a lobster and a burger or maybe the logo lobster burger, yeah. you could get you could eat there for free for like a year. And I, I was read like, about this. Yes, and I, I was like, I'm this. down. And I walked to it and they were like, We we don't have any more spaces. And I was like, God damn it. I'm, they only let like ten people do that or something like that. Yeah, something like that. And mm. uh, um, I my body I have no respect for it at all. I will put... <laughs> well, you have so many now that if you had one like funny exactly. podcast... By the way, I mean, the podcast review idea is a very cool tattoo. That's a sweet I, it's tattoo It's really idea. cool. I'll I don't know about done. the lobster thing. But anyways, <laughs> uh, so yeah, you're, if you're a Patreon person or whatever, like I just said, or if you leave a review, Mike's body is yours. So please leave a review. Yeah. Uh, before we start the episode, we always give a shout out to our news Patreon subscribers. What is Patreon? It is the best way to support our podcast financially. Okay, we're completely independent. We're not with Network. And uh, we would love to do this full time. I would love to just do this full time, wouldn't you, Mike? I uh, yes. Just did this a couple times a week, and then you go on vacation and shit. Oh my gosh, that'd be nice. I would be so nice. Although, uh, yeah, yeah, why not? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> well, do it. I, I could, I could take care of my my various tattoos that I have. Yeah. Because I'm getting so many. So in order for us to do that, we need your money. So go to Patreon.com/slash/AsianNotAsianPod <laughs> and give us some of your money. Yeah. And then in return, you get like bonus episodes. We sign into your DMs and all kinds of fun stuff. Yep. And uh, no matter what level you sign up at, we give you a shout out on this podcast and try to guess your ethnicity based on your last name. So here we go. We have four new people joining us this week. Uh, first person, Jessica Le Tourneau. Le Tourneau. Le Tourneau. Le Tourneau. That's French. That's French. That's I French? think this is. I think this is. I think. I think this person is actually French. You think this is a, no? Think I don't think so. Jessica. Jessica is not a J- French name. They're, they always really got names Jessica? like Yvonne or something. Yvonne mm. or some shit like that. Mm. This this is, this person is. I'm thinking, Canadian. Like, oh, like Montreal. Chinese. Asian? Yeah, like a Vancouver Asian. Vancouver. Like dad is French. Word. Half Chinese, half French. Let her know. There we go. Nailed gotcha. it. Got it again, as Anthony usual. Anthony Lee, or Lay, I don't know, Ellie. Lee, Lay. That's Viet. Viet. That's Viet. Viet. Next one is just Vix, V-I-C-S. Vix. Vix, like the candy, but, or like the throat. <laughs> but without even the K, so it's like even, it's even more chill. I don't know what this person wanted us to do with this information. Vix, Vix. This is kind of uh, like a street name almost, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you talk to Vix? You talk to Vix? It would, it would be if he was an ex. Oh, shit. Yes. So maybe he's like an intern for a gang. <laughs> you haven't earned the X yet. <laughs> so for right now, just go with the CS. Okay. Well, you're an intern Asian. Yeah, that's and we okay. Love that. And last but not least, we have Yuko 
Kanai. Yuko Kanai. So Japanese. Japanese. Goes, sh- goes golfing with Fumi's mom all the time. All Hi, the time. Mrs. Abe. Hi. Yeah. Uh, anyways, thank you so much for donating. And if you want to get in this game, go to patreon.com slash Asian, not Asian pod. Yeah. Uh, the way we like to start this podcast now is uh, we always like to ask each other what kind of Asian we were this week to figure out what it means to be Asian American. Yes. Fumi, so, what yes. kind of Asian were you this week? This week, I was a mentally lazy Asian. Okay. And what I mean by that is uh, I recently got dumped by my therapist. because That I, can happen? Because I changed. I moved. Oh, uh-huh. And she's not, my therapist is not licensed in uh, Oh, so she has to not. So she I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, state by state? It's a state by state. I oh, mean, I guess like off. medically, same thing, right? Law, right, same right, thing. Right, right. So I got dumped by my therapist, and I liked her a lot. She was uh, the first therapist I ever talked to, and I was like, "I think you're the one." And we've been working. It's like the. It's just like how it's just like your other relationships. Yeah, I I kind of like you know this is my first podcast. You fell in love. I fell in love. Yeah, and I I I do a lot of things on the first try, and I just yeah. This is it. This is it. There can't be anything better. My dad did that too. My dad, my mom was his first girlfriend. Word. Isn't that crazy? Maybe that's just how they did it back then. I I think it's just how they did it because he was also a fucking nerd. Anyway, so now to find a new therapist because oh I'm my still gosh. broken. How does that work? Is I've been just lazy. I haven't been doing oh, it. Oh, right. You're it's because the thought of me having to re-upload all my three years of therapy data to another right. person, it makes me tired. Does, I, I don't want to do it. Is there a process of like transferring the notes? So she said that if she wanted to, she could have a call with my new therapist oh. and fill in. But like she uh. said, it's not gonna be like I'm not gonna go over every single note I have of you. Right. It's just more like a just general over. Thing we worked on. <laughs> I want to know what that dude. This this little bitch is so <laughs> fucked up. Let me tell you, he's always crying. He's always crying. He's always he's so alone. I haven't cried. I've only cried once in therapy, and I, she didn't even see it because I, I tilted my head back. Oh word! You only cried was, once. Yeah, but it was like, but the tears in therapy always come unexpectedly. It's never like yeah. you, you get ready to talk about some trauma that you already think about a lot, and it, it it's and like, it's you're actually like, you're like numb to it because you think about it all the time, and then Whoa. like she'll just say something about like, but what about your dad? Oh yeah yeah and yeah. And then it's just well, like, wait, yeah. what about my dad? Yeah 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 <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. Wait, you've never had Sprite? <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. You know, it's always like, like that. It's always something like that. some little thing like that. It'll exactly. be like a ratatouille moment, but so, sadness. Yeah, I just I feel I, I feel like I still want to go because it was very good for me. Yeah, just. You know, it's kind of it's kind of like going to the gym. The thought of just doing that again. Right, finding the gym, finding I, a thing. I want to just pick up from where I left off. Right, but I can't, and so I imagine this is what kind of dating feels like. Maybe you know. Oh yeah. You can't really like re-upload your information. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know. This is why I support Elon Musk and robots and shit. It'd be, it'd be <laughs> nice to just upload your consciousness to the cloud and dig. You know what I mean? It'd be yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be shot into space. That's so, what I'm all about, too. So it's a mentally lazy Asian. All right. Well, good luck. If anyone uh, wants, uh, if he has any, a good if therapist. If there's any therapists listening um, and you're licensed in California, hit me up. Hit me up. Or know someone who, who can Yeah, who can actually, help. it would be weird if you listen to my podcast. I don't want to work Yeah, that's But if you know somebody. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be um, funny too if you also had to if you you required your therapist to listen to every single episode so of my, ours. I try to get my old therapist to listen to it, but she's like, I don't listen or watch content or whatever with any of my clients because that oh. will like influence the way I think about you. Fucking so, like, a! I told her about all like I mean when I first started with her, I didn't have I was just an open micer. Yeah, 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 know? yeah. And she's been with me every every step of the way. It's Whoa! Like, oh, I got this like I got a college agent or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I got, oh, you got this Comedy Central. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm doing. You're like Colbert, she's like dr- she's like ignore- avoiding you. She's not hasn't seen any of it. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it was actually very disrespectful, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. Anyways, so anyways, yeah, mental health, blah, blah, blah. Um, cool, Mike, man. what kind of Asian were you this week? I was a Netflix Asian. Hey. Yeah, this is something. This actually happened a while ago, but I've been saving it because, I don't know, just wanted to talk about it another time. Yeah. Um, oh, I saw that girl on the subway. Okay, um, so uh, I did this thing. It was like, now, now it's been like a month. And uh, I don't know. I don't want to get into too much detail, but basically Ronnie Chang is doing something with Netflix and he's putting together something and I got to do stand-up comedy on this Netflix thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's not like I did a Netflix special or something, but it is like Ronnie's doing a thing and me and a bunch of other uh, local comedians, but then um, you know also uh, uh, Osco from LA, she came out and, and we did this kind of little... Sh- uh, uh, setup show I guess you could say it was pop inside this restaurant yeah it was like a pop-up show we yeah. did in this restaurant and it was so cool and 
I mean, I was like super stressed out because like they were like, okay, you can't wear any hats with logos, which is right. not my vibe. Yeah. You know, I yeah. all my I need to have logos. Yeah. That's like so important to me. I was like stressed out about what to wear. I like, you know, we ha- I, we got to get there early. The whole thing about the camera, like you're not supposed to look at the camera. Yeah. yeah. But like they're, they don't tell you where all the cameras are. Yeah. You know there's one like over here, but then yeah. there was like literally a guy underneath a table and I looked, underneath looked the down. Table? Yeah. He was just like... <laughs> He like snuck so, up on that's me. So silly. Yeah. What? What? Why did he need that angle? The fucking. I don't know. Just like, like giving a, you a blowjob yeah. angle. Why would? <laughs> yeah. Who asked for like that? Like the reverse Pornhub angle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, I was like, ah, oh, what do you do? I like, yeah. uh, I didn't know that, but it was cool. It was super uh, tight. You know, you didn't have a lot of time to do your thing, so I was like stressed about what to what to do. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was it was sweet because it was sweet and and I feel like it was the right time to do it for me where I am because a I'm like. I feel confident. Like I was like, okay, I'm funny. I can do this. I got jokes. And I also knew that I was, I was grounded enough where I was like, this isn't going to change my life. This is great. Yeah. And thank you, Ronnie, if you're listening, please. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, but I know this isn't like, now I'm famous. Now I'm going right. to do the whole thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah. It, it was like most things in life. And comedy. that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I don't even know if, if Ronnie ever thinks that, you know, like another special comes out, like he, I don't know is if that's gonna change his life. Is, I don't know if that's gonna change. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know what the steps are. I, I think eventually there is something that comes out and it changes your life. Yeah. But I know this isn't at that. Yeah. Um. Because the next day, literally the next day, is out at another show, just barking, just barking people into the show. Why did you do that though? I mean, I didn't have to do it. I was just like standing there, and like this show was. It was either I help bark or and or it doesn't happen. I'm like, all right, I'll just do oh this. Oh my so, god! You know what I'm saying? That's like sort of thing. I was like, you know, like I know I did this cool thing for Netflix, and it'll be nice. But I'm still in the grind, and um, you know, it, it doesn't. It kind of almost doesn't. Are you allowed to matter. Like, tell people what it's called? Like, should people be on the lookout for it? Or are you even allowed to fucking talk about it? I mean, I didn't sign anything, and and and, okay. and it is. I mean, people. If you look up Ronnie Chang Netflix, he people know that there, something is coming there is out. stuff coming so yeah. i think one of them is uh like straight up just a regular stand-up special and then another is like a kind of like cool chinatown thing he did okay. it with um the fung, fung brothers yeah. Yeah. so the fung brothers are involved fucking steven um lynn or is involved i, don't know who I didn't is. see him who's steven lynn uh the basketball player Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin. Oh Stephen my God! Lin is like my friend from college. No, yes, no. Stephen Lin, <laughs> my buddy, your, your buddy, <laughs> your buddy was in it. <laughs> Jeremy Lin was involved. I didn't see him, but it was cool. Um, you know who was in the audience is uh, okay. You know in uh, in the Aquafina show, right? Nora from Queens. Yeah. The uh, her grandmother. Yeah. With the real short hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah. was in the audience. What? Just hanging out. She, you know, I, I, you know, she just knew like the people who were who were putting this okay. thing on. Okay. The coolest thing though, I will say, is I. Uh, you know, we rapped. It was great. Um, we're, you know, it's always great to see Ronnie do comedy. But then afterwards, I went downstairs. Uh, I was like, we're all ready to leave. You know, we're a bunch of us are going to get drinks. And uh, I was like, oh, I want to do one more pass to make sure I didn't forget anything. So I went back down there. Ronnie's sitting there. And um, the producer sticks her head in and is like, hey, the, uh, the Netflix ex- execs want to say hi. And I was to like, you or to, Ronnie? to Ronnie? Okay. To me. <laughs> then, me. Come on. Steven wants to say hi to me. Yeah, no. Yeah. They want to say hi, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, I better get out of here. And Ronnie, such a baller move, like, no, I'm like, stay and meet them. And I was like, this is so cool. Like, and Ronnie's like 10 years younger than me, so like, yeah. And I I was just watching him talk to them, and they were very nice. You know, I I don't, I, I don't know if they'll. I mean, they saw my set. I mean, so that'll be cool. But like, um, but like, it was just cool to see him work. Mm, You know what I'm saying? Just to see him, just like he was, he was just like. What did he even talk about? He was just talking. He was just like kind of like. Interesting, because he was just kind of like pitching the show again, almost. He was just oh. like, "This is what we're trying to do. This could be really interesting." You know, I've not seen anything like this before, and it was just like interest. It was like inspiring to see him to see the other side, because we're so focused on this on stage side yeah, yeah. that there's like this whole other world of like, just the you know, so much of of this is just getting people to believe in your vision. Yes, yes you know, yeah. and it was like really cool to see. It was just like it was like a very fast like. 20 second talk that he had mm. but it was just it was interesting that you know really a lot of this is just like hey man i know what i'm doing check this out you know yeah. that was really That's sweet cool that he let you stay though he he like insisted and that, I, that really reminds me of um i just saw that S- S- sopranos sequel movie oh yeah yeah so many scenes because tony's like a little boy yeah yeah and um <laughs> chris's father i forgot what his last name is what's, I don't, his, what's I don't his last name anyways the, the head capo guy yeah yeah 
he always lets Tony like in the meeting. Yeah, like, come here, little kid. Yeah, it's like that. That's it. Felt like that. It felt like that. It felt like that for comedy. Comedy mafia. And it was just like, okay, this was really cool. And you know, he, you know, it was just like a cool behind the scenes thing to see what that was about. That's great. So yeah, I mean, I mean, that's what that's the kind. I was a Netflix agent. That I hope will come out. Please God. You know, actually, I don't know. I know. Honestly, it happens to real actors. It happens all the time, and and I'm not. I would not be mad. It's you know. I feel like Ronnie, you know, he sticks his neck out for us a lot. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, hopefully uh, you'll see not just the back of my head in this thing in, yeah. in a little while. Uh, but I mean, I wanted to, you know, kind of bring that up because I wanted to talk about, you know, timing and creativity. Because I think that has, like you and I, we talk about what's the right timing for stuff. I was just talking about how Netf- with Netflix, if I had gotten this like through two or three years ago, I think I would have like shit my pants. I'm like, oh, I'm not ready. And yeah, I don't yeah, have this yeah. thing. And I would have like overthought it or whatever more than I did now. Yeah. Or, and, and if I had gotten it, you know, maybe three years from now, maybe I would have been like, oh man, you know, like I, I feel I should get more. This was like, I felt perfect timing for me, mm-hmm. you know? And I wanted to talk about that with our guest. Okay. Our, our guest, I mean, she's a comedian writer. She's written for the hilarious Canadian sitcom, Letter Kenny. All right. She's she's just come from Canada, moved to New York City. We want to talk to her all about the creative process and timing. Give it up right now for Sarah Ren. Hi. Hi. <laughs> oh my God. This I energy. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> honestly, I start my set sometimes like that, and it's the most awkward thing ever. The just as quiet as like, possible. Yeah. They're like, "What do we do with this? We don't know her vibe yet." Can't it's interesting because you came out with the the blonde hair. Yeah, you, know what I'm saying? you got the blonde hair. Yeah. The blonde is new. But the, the blonde, blonde is, is new. I haven't gone blonde probably since high school. Yeah, so very I'm getting, like, new. Andy Williams, Paramore vibes. Yeah, you know, yeah, which is very new. Don't know what yeah. you're talking about. Uh, so <laughs> I, I I just learned this. I, a, a very nice fan, uh, Karen, came all the way from Texas to see you and I yeah. at Hack City, and she was she's an ABG. Do you know what ABG is? No. Asian baby girl. Okay. Okay. And she, and she calls herself that. Well, actually, I call well, it. Do you know what that is? You know what that is? An Asian I've baby girl. I've heard of it, but not in like a long time. Thank you for oh, knowing. really? Thank yeah. you for not knowing what it is, by the way. Okay, cool. <laughs> and I was talking to her, and and she, we 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 met her before, and she used to have blonde hair, but now she has kind of like l- like lighter purplish, bluish, pinkish hair. Is all kind of like you know, and it's brown, it's darker. And I was like, is this this is this the move, the new ABG move? And she she says yes, it is, and they call it milk tea. Milk was, tea. Was there an option where you got your hair dyed? Did they offer the milk tea option? I had my hair just my regular hair color for a few years. I usually like to change up my hairstyle and my hair color a few times in the year. But during COVID, I just didn't get my hair done. So that's honestly the only reason why it's chopped off and blonde now. Needed the change. You need you you, you need the change because you got to New York. How has <laughs> New York been. I mean, you uh, you had a very classic New York experience coming to the studio because you took the six confidently in the wrong direction. Yeah, yeah, and I've done that like not the six, but just in general multiple the wrong, times. The wrong direction. <laughs> it's like, are you that new? How, how new are you? Well, yeah, I arrived right when the lockdown happened. So I didn't, uh, for the year, I oh, didn't okay. get to oh, really, I didn't take the subway. Uh, I haven't, yeah. So only recently I've started to actually explore the city. I know Vancouver. That's where a lot of Asian people are. But what about Toronto? Uh, in the population, yes. In comedy, not so much. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a little surprising. Right. Yeah. So would you like? How would you describe that that whole thing? I mean, like the is like is, what kind of stuff would people laugh at if I if Boomi and I were to go out there? What kind of like material do we need to like pull out? Canadians are hard to please. Are I will they? say, yeah. I I mm. the American audiences I find they come out to have a good time and be entertained. Really? Canadians are very much like, okay, I paid for a ticket, now make me laugh. Really? Yeah. I thought everybody was supposed to be like super chill there. There and and a lot of it is they'll kind of they'll listen really well and just like kind of internalize what you're saying yeah okay. whereas i find americans oh. are bigger like laughers mm. and they're more relaxed and they feel comfortable expressing mm. themselves yeah yeah have you done that show where there's a guy who sits on stage with you um and he's like wearing a wife beater 
It's at this like com- comedy bar. Is that a thing? Oh, comedy bar. Comedy That's where bar. all the Toronto comics like hang out, even if they're not doing had, a show. Really? I yeah. had a terrible experience there. <laughs> you went there? I, I went to Toronto for a, like this is when I was working in marketing. I went there for a business trip. Yeah, you, you present for Pearson textbooks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was there for a Pearson textbooks uh, thing. Yeah. Uh, wait, you hadn't you hadn't started comedy. No, no, no. I had, this is like 2018. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Right? So I hit. I've, I know some people here from Canada, and I was like. Can I hit up some people? I can do. I have time for one show. So this guy connected me with this guy at the comedy bar, and uh, I just remember because this guy and this wife beater would sit on stage with you. He was fine. That's not what this is about. But I, I go there, <laughs> and it, I have an American phone, so I don't have service there, right? Oh yeah. And so I, I was eating with my boss, and then I used the restaurant's Wi-Fi to call an Uber from there to the comedy bar. When I get to the comedy bar, I do my set. I have to go home, but I don't have, um, I don't have cellular service. So I go to the bartender, and I'm like, "Hey man, do you think I can get the Wi-Fi? Because I I need to I don't have service here. I'm from New York and blah blah blah." And he was being such a dick. He wouldn't give me the Wi-Fi password. No, he why? Give me, I, he's like, "Dude, it's it's not, it's not for um, customers. Like it's for employees only, or whatever." I'm like, "I know, but I, I just I'm not from here, and like I, I don't have I, I don't have a way to get home." Right. Tall white guy. I, I hate him. This isn't and, this uh, isn't the guy on stage. This no, is no, a bartender. No, sorry, the guy on stage has nothing to do with the story. Oh, okay. Just, I just remember, I remember <laughs> the show being just, it, it was a weird thing to see, you know? Right, right. Like a Tony Soprano sitting next to you while you do comedy. It was strange. Yeah. Anyways, but the bartender wouldn't give me the Wi-Fi password. So then what happened is uh, I go up and then I'm in the green room and another white comedian com- comes up to me and goes like, dude, bro, you're so funny, Tony. Or like just another, there's another, there's, there's another Asian comedian on the show. <laughs> Right, <laughs> and I go, oh, that's not me. That, that's that guy over there. Oh my and god! He goes, oh my god! I'm so sorry. <laughs> he's like, can I get you a drink or something? And I'm like, no, but you can give me the fucking Wi-Fi password. And the bartender gave him the Wi-Fi password. Really? Yeah. That fucked up. I have the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> Whoa! He, he gave him the Wi-Fi password. You have the and Wi-Fi like, password? Yeah. Okay, maybe you should give us the Wi-Fi yeah. password. Dude, I was infuriated. Wow. Infuriated. I didn't yeah. even give a fuck about this racist incident. Thank God for the racist incident. Thank God for racism. Because like, otherwise <laughs> I couldn't have gone home. I, I will say that, especially back then, that is just kind of... Like a, a Canadian, ago. but like Whoa. it's just a Canadian thing. What? To not give Wi-Fi wait, 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 what? Yeah, Wi-Fi isn't like free Wi-Fi isn't really a thing kind of in Canada. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> what? what the fuck? Yeah, like when I come to the States, I'm always like, wow, I can get like Wi-Fi anywhere at parks, at cafes. Yeah. Like this is great. It's it's pretty uncommon. Um, really? In, yeah, in Toronto, I, only now it's starting to become acceptable to like ask for the Wi-Fi. That's hilarious. Okay, I did not but, know this. Is, <laughs> but okay, your your healthcare is free. The Wi-Fi is not. Yeah. Why is that? <laughs> why? Yeah. But like, why is it like more expensive? Well, we like do have a monopoly when it comes to internet providers. I don't oh. know. There's only one company. There's three, and they own like all the telecom, all the oh, internet, yeah. all of that. I'm sure it's not relevant. I, I think it's just like a weird culture thing because wow, they're very protective of Wi-Fi, specifically in Toronto, and I'm not really sure. I feel why. it's still inexcusable because I was trying to fucking leave. But yeah. like, it no, was just totally. like, it was just. I mean, at the very least, it's just like it's hard to. I feel if you're a human being, you need to see another human being who's like, I really need help. Yeah. And I'm looking you right in the eye and you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not asking you for something weird, you know, like just hook, just hook me up. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm bleeding. Yeah. Can I have a bandaid? No, no, band-aids are for employees only. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, you douchebag. Canadians are like the nicest Germans, basically. Whoa! (laughs) What does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? They very follow rules. So if someone told them like, Oh, we don't give out the Wi-Fi password because that's uh, you know for security reasons. They'll be like, oh, okay, and they just will follow <laughs> without question. That's so interesting. Japanese Yo. people can be like that. Sometimes. Yes, yeah. Japanese people they, are very much like, like that. I've told this story when I went to Japan. I had to leave the leave the train station, and I was like fifty cents short or whatever the fuck it was, and like multiple multiple like train workers and policemen told me that I have to go get money, of which the minimum of them from the ATM is 100 US dollars. <laughs> and I was like, I have to take out 100 in, in yen. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I just need 50 cents. Yeah. And this is like 100% a situation where in New York City, I would have flicked everybody. I would just, just be like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And I just walked over and looked them in the eye as I got on the train. Yeah. And that would have been 100% acceptable. 
but like he, but apparently in Canada, no, no Wi-Fi. No, no. What if I had done that in Canada? Do you think I would be tackled? I think, perhaps. I think they're finally starting to like <laughs> loosen up a bit. I don't know. Sh- yeah, take Comedy their hair bar. down. Mark yeah. my words, I'm not performing there ever again. What is? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, so here's the thing: is that like you know, there's a lot. You know, I, I watch our stats every single on art on art 19. Where I, I watch our stats, and we're we you know we have all the big usual populations. You know, like. DC, you know, San Francisco, obviously, New York, but we got a lot of folks in 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 Canada as well. Um, and I wanted to just like very quickly, just kind of just touch upon like what is like the like racial discourse in comedy around with with Asian folks in Canada right now, because like for a while I felt that anytime I saw some representation, it, Asian representation on TV, it was a Canadian. For a while, it was like Kim's Convenience. I was mm-hmm. like, uh, and I actually watched that show for a while when it first came out for like season one. I was like, this would never, they would never do this in America. I, I just knew was in my it heart. because it was too uh, Asian? Like what? It- no, because it was too, it was so not a, in, in a way it was so normal. It was just yeah, like just they, a family with a deli. A family with a deli. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yes, there is they 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 do talk about like Korean this or whatever the fuck it is. But like you know the the son is I guess uh, I guess Simu Lu he uh, plays a son who like didn't graduate from high school because yeah, he had a falling out with his dad. Yeah. You know and that sort of thing. And I was like this is kind of just like a regular family drama, but they're Asian. And that's why I felt I was like if an American did this, they would do. They would be like, okay, check this out. Gong. Literally <laughs> yes. Have you thought about? Maybe there's a dragon that owns <laughs> yeah. it. Maybe your brother is a dragon. <laughs> Maybe your brother's a dragon. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Henry Golding's there and he's a ninja. So yeah. I just wanted to see, like, because, you know, we're obsessed with sort of what it's happening in America. And I think we have a good handle on what, what's going on there. But how would you say that it's going in Canada, you know? Uh, that's a really good question. Uh, and it's funny that you bring up Kim's Convenience because yes. I kind of felt like that wasn't a really good representation. Not a good representation. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I... Are you I, Korean? No, okay. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Are you even Asian? I don't even know. Yes. Okay. I, I, I <laughs> We're allowed to ask. I actually, yeah, I don't, know, I yeah. don't even know. <laughs> no, I know. Anna, it's like a daily thing. People are really? always trying to guess. Yeah. I should I, carry prizes or something, you know? No, like, yeah. No I actually thought knows. for a while that you were Vietnamese, and I was like, wow, she like really Americanized Nguyen. <laughs> oh, I really Ren? thought I was Ren? like, Ren. I was like, huh. <laughs> That's like a cool, that's sexy so bar funny. in Soho. Yeah, Ren. I was like, Ren. That's <laughs> yeah, a cool, yeah, that's like, really you know, it's like, funny. that's a cool way. Maybe I should spell my name. <laughs> That'd <laughs> be tight. I just changed it. booked immediately. <laughs> Have you so seen this guy, funny. Mike Ren? Ren? He's so yeah. cool. <laughs> no, it's just Mike Nguyen, bitches. Okay, sorry. Okay, continue. Continue. Yeah, I, I, it's... I think we're honestly in a similar place. You know, we do have a lot of representation, which is good. Like, yeah. I think more doors are open, and I, I do think there is flexibility in that i still think there's a lot of work sure though. like there needs a lot the gatekeepers seem to always allow sort of the same people really? to okay. like produce stuff and yeah. that's a yeah. real issue okay um but kim's convenience was great and i was happy that it existed i was a little disappointed that i think they could have hired more writers that were maybe okay. korean or yes you i know. remember this so I remember. it was yeah. written by white people it was written by white people how did yeah. they get this all right that was crazy <laughs> Good job. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they have they did call in. I do know some com- comics that like came in and maybe doctored like the script or right. like p- wrote jokes or, or things like that. <laughs> what but if there was just like mad dragons in the first pass? <laughs> just like so many dragons, and then like and then like like Sarah's there. It's like just yeah. why are there so many dragons? Yeah, no, just, we'll get rid of like, this. Yeah. for dragons. <laughs> yeah, get dragons. Anytime there's a lizard, just get it out of there. Yeah. Go, go yeah. Ahead, so I do think that there's a lot of room still. I, I Canada do, is not it, far from perfect. No, I don't that. think I yeah. don't. I definitely don't want to suggest that. Uh, yeah. um, like. That's uh, interesting because when that show came out I was watching it with my with my girlfriend and, and then we were like we were like because we I'm used to nothing so I'm like yeah, wow I'm so Canada's used to nothing. so progressive and she was like yeah Canada like does a lot more things better than America in terms of like the racial discourse but it's interesting to hear that we're, we're working towards yeah, yeah I yeah. think I think definitely in media there's a lot of room but de- just like as a culture we're pretty pretty good there you yeah. know like when it comes to diversity um, that was something that was so different between Toronto and New York I thought it would be similar 
in the neighborhoods of mm. you know how people live yeah. it's very much like this is yeah. you know this neighborhood this is this neighborhood whereas in Toronto it's just everyone's all, mixed all together. on top of each other like you can get the best roti in Koreatown right, or you right, can get right, like, right, right, right. it's just a t- total mishmash and mm-hmm. I feel like New York I was surprised that it's very separate oh no oh, yeah Americans segregated. love segregation we're yeah. all about that we just got rid of it officially but like we we're, we're just like we're still indie about it we're I didn't expect yeah. that yeah. I thought it, it would it be really, like Toronto it yeah. really is the, I will say though that um, if you do want to see more mixing Queens will have more of that where you'll walk down the street and it'll be like yeah an Indian split spot and then like a Greek spot and then like a really good okay. Cantonese spot and then a Verizon and then like you know what I'm saying it'll be it'll be all mixed together but I, I but definitely I mean <laughs> I love when Americans talk to me and they say things like Verizon and I'm like I don't know what that is oh you know what Verizon uh, is I'm like I think it's a phone company a phone but phone like company. It, it's not in my vocabulary <laughs> what if it was actually like a roti yeah have you had Verizon <laughs> I thought that your white representation was Verizon white people white people food Verizon, white yeah, Verizon. Verizon. when I think of Queens yeah. when I think of Queens when I think of Queens I think Citibank. Um, yeah, I don't know what Citibank is. <laughs> oh my gosh! Is do, you, wait, do you have TD Bank? TD, yeah, that's yeah. Canada Trust. Yeah, but um, Toronto, when yeah, when I came yeah. here, people were like, "Oh yeah, you probably get that at the CVS." I was like, "What the hell is a CVS?" Like, I don't I know. Like Isn't it weird how? I mean, I haven't been to Canada, but I've been to to you know like Europe, and everything is just like a little bit different. Where it's just enough. It feels like an alternate universe. Yeah, you're yeah. just like people are like, "Oh, we're gonna go like how they sell the eggs not refrigerated." And I'm like. Is this a prank? Oh, I thought when yeah, that came, yeah. when I was there, I was like, "Is this a prank?" You know, again, uh, you, you just moved here. You know, you're you're getting to know where the Verizons are, mm-hmm. uh, where the CVSs are, mm-hmm. and you know, we wanted to talk to you because, you know, you have. A, I, I met you at the the Asian prom, which is how I knew you were Asian because I knew only Asian people who go the to invitation. it, except for Atsuko's husband. He's allowed to come. He has a special green pass. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and I talked. I was talking to you, and you're like, "Oh, I, I, you know, I haven't been doing comedy that long." But you have written for um, Letterkenny, which you got to explain to people what that is because that's not like an un-American thing. <laughs> I've seen thing. YouTube clips, but I've I don't, seen, think, I, I don't I've watched, think I know what it is. I've watched a few episodes, and every time I watch one, I'm like so tired. <laughs> but like, I uh, it's 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 a sitcom, but I mean, I want you to tell people Americans about it. Yeah, it, it's very rapid fire. That's why yeah. you're so exhausted. Uh, the dialogue is very quick, and it's basically joke after joke after joke. Um, it's basically a parody of like every small town Mm. in Canada Uh, and I think that translates really well also to America because now it's on Hulu um, the first few seasons I'm not sure if all of them are available Um, so it's yeah it's basically a parody of any like very very tiny town with like maybe a thousand people living there um, and just that kind of country life like they call the folks from Toronto um, the city, you know, like the right. city slickers, the city yeah. people. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, f- I feel too that y- Canadian country people are different from um, American country people. Are like they are not. This is kind of an unfair way to depict them, but it's like they love guns and dogs, dogs, trucks, trucks, beer. decks. Cousins. You know, cousins. Hey, hey, Seven Elevens, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah getting right. into arguments with flight attendants i don't know okay now i'm getting weird but like that doesn't seem to be the case necessarily with canadian yeah i actually uh i don't know how much i can say but okay uh, we do have characters that are are mormons Uh and so like that is a regular thing in in like rural canada um is to to live like next to uh, yeah with mormons so that's a whole part of it too right the culture my introduction to like hick Canadian things is through this. I used to love this show called Trailer, Trailer Park Boys. Uh, it was a Canadian show. I don't mm-hmm. even know what city they were based in. They had like a really weird accent, and I remember watching it. And sure, it's like Trailer Park trash, but it's so different from American Trailer. Park. I, I actually still to this day I can't really describe what about it is so trashy. You know what I mean? Like, did you ever, did you ever, did you ever watch that show? Yeah. Was that like a big Canadian show, or was that oh, like yeah, a weird yeah. American? Oh thing? yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Everyone yeah. loved it. Um. There's, it's mostly just like you you life is simple and you have uh, slang that I growing up in Toronto 
And then I started doing comedy. And obviously, you start hanging out with people that are from, like, far north Canada coming down. Yeah. Uh, and they would talk, and I wouldn't even understand what they were saying when they Whoa. were talking to me. They'd really? be like, oh, yeah, I want to go outside and hack a dart button. And I'm like, what? Hack a dart button? What does yeah, that mean? I'm like, what does that mean? That sounds like something Biden would say when he's describing <laughs> Afghanistan. <laughs> hey, hey, kids, hey, kids, hey, kids. Hack a dart button. <laughs> hack, a har- hack a dart button. No malarkey. Hey. <laughs> What? Yeah, they yeah, talk okay. like that. What is that? Is that like go, go smoke? out for a smoke? Okay. Yeah, a dart is a, a cigarette. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Going online without ExpressVPN is like changing while leaving your window wide open. You might not have anything to hide, but why give random creeps a chance to invade your privacy? Why should you use ExpressVPN? Well, you can browse more anonymously. It's easy to use, and it works on all devices. Uh, nice. I personally use ExpressVPN here at Asian Not Asian, and it's amazing. You guys know those emails you get sometimes where it's some like random email uh, on Gmail or something, and they're like, listen, I've been taping you watching porn, and if you don't give me 700 it's always like a reasonable amount, $700, I'm going to release this footage into the wild. <laughs> you know, I've been using ExpressVPN. I, get, I have not gotten any of those emails Whoa. okay so so i can watch porn and know that the government is not watching me yeah take that government uh secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com asian today that's e-x-p-r-e-s-s-v-p-n.com asian and you can get an extra three months free expressvpn.com asian Bruh. Yo. Bruh, 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 uh, bruh. what up how, what up how many how many um subscriptions do you think you have you pay for right now including like, the like ones that my Netflix. my including the ones my wife doesn't know about like 20 yes easily dude i mean and how many do you think you're actively using dude like three maybe you know what i'm saying that's crazy so you're you're literally wasting like hundreds and hundreds of dollars every month money that you could be contributing to the patreon if i'm being completely honest I, with you. it's you true but you know what patreon. it is is that a lot of times these subscription services make it like super freaking hard in order to cancel it because it's like buried in some thing or you got to do some weird right. thing with like two different phones to confirm some ish like that it's crazy <laughs> man all right absolutely and, and what we gotta do is we gotta fight back against scammy subscriptions with Truebill. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need want or simply forgot about on average people save up to 720 dollars a year with Truebill. because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel Truebill makes it incredibly simple just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap and your Truebill concierge ooh, is oh. there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to and maybe other things if you're nice to him or her ooh. oh it's very fancy yeah man i use Truebill. i canceled like a whole bunch of stuff it saves me like 30 bucks i saved me like 30 bucks a month i'm gonna save like over like 300 dollars this year alone man it's crazy that's amazing what are you gonna do with that money you think i'm probably gonna uh you know just buy socks Nice. <laughs> Truebill has over 2 million users and helped save them over $100 million. Ooh-wee. Okay, don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com Asian. Go right now. Truebill.com Asian. It can save you thousands a year. Truebill.com Asian. Recently, we had a fan come up to us, and we know this person for a little bit, and she told us, you know, she in part because of this podcast she's like I'm, I'm gonna go go and i'm gonna try to be an actress and i wanted to be like don't do it she quit her job already. she quit her job, quit her job and already. i was like yeah. don't do it i mean if she's listening you know you should believe in yourself but <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time you know fumi and i come on we're like we're we're safety boys we're okay safety boys, yeah. we're you know we we're ho- we love stability, we love stability. Yeah. we're hanging on to our day jobs like longer than we probably want to or need to right we're just like because we it's just how it is what are your thoughts on sort of when is the right time to go you know and especially for you because you came here and the fucking pandemic happened and like were you like oh i'm fucked you know yeah yeah basically um i i before i did stand up i actually used to run my own company what the fuck do you oh my god how you look like you're 21 to me yeah is that correct? I, I'm going to be 30 in December. Oh, okay. okay. So we're okay. the same age. Okay. Yeah. So hold on. You ran your own company. It was uh, fleecing people out of merch. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, no. Okay. okay. Cool. What were yeah, you doing? That's why. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still doing it technically. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I ran my own company and then I was just very unhappy. Mm. I was like, this is it. You know, this mm-hmm. is what you you try yeah. to accomplish in life. And I was traveling and, and what kind of company? Like what kind of job? Um, you? in marketing. marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very like just a holistic approach at consulting and yeah, yeah. all that. Um, 
and yeah, I got to like travel because I would I would basically pick clients where I wanted to, right. to like go to and stuff. So yeah. I did that for many years and, and I wasn't happy. And I'm like, why am I not happy? Like, this is this is it. You know, I don't have to worry about things. Um, <laughs> and then uh I made a list of different things I was going to try. I was like, okay, well, I'm comfortable with public speaking, so I'm just going to try maybe going to public speaking and doing talks about things. Hmm. And just in general? Yeah, just in general. And then I naturally started like writing jokes in my speeches. Ah. And, and so I wrote down on my list. I was like, okay, maybe I'll try stand-up. So I, I'm not... It's always a little awkward for me when people ask me about, like, who's your favorite stand-up? How, did you always know you wanted to do stand-up? Because sure. I didn't until mm. very recently. Oh. Uh, so that was one of the things I decided. I was like, okay, when I come back to Toronto, I'm just going to go to an open mic and I'll write five minutes up and do it. And yeah. That's it. And I figured it would just be another thing to check off and, sure. until, as I'm trying to find, like, what will make me happy. And I performed at the back of, like, a sports bar to, like, two comedians. Perfect. Yeah. It went horribly. Yeah. No one laughed. Yep. My j- jokes were obviously terrible. Yeah. Uh, they still are. Yeah. <laughs> and I I left being like, God damn, this is it. I was like, fuck. Why does it have to be stand-up yeah, comedy? Oh, really? Yeah, you I knew like, then. Yeah. I was like, ah, the arts are so hard. Like, yeah. This is going to be a real struggle. And it's going to be hard for, like, it was just so different than how my friends and family saw me. They saw me as this like business mogul, like yeah. you know, woman that's very uh, in that world. Right. And so I just, I, yeah, I, I, I was like, God damn, this makes me happy. And my, still to this day, my dad calls it a phase. Like he's, uh. he's like, Oh, you were the daughter we didn't have to worry about. And and uh, yeah, it was a real shift. And and my friends and family are still kind of like adjusting to it. Jesus. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I guess, well, if you've been doing it two years, I guess your parents could still call it a phase. I feel like I once you hit like five. It's annoying. I'm like, what do I have to do? Up. Right. For like yeah. more sitcoms. Like, how I mean, do you I already prove? got that. That's cool. I'm like, how do I prove that my heart is in this? Yeah. You know, yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> I mean, were your parents not like, happy when they found out you were writing for like a television show that's fairly popular. And oh yeah. Them? They're fans of the show. So they were very, very happy. Um, but I think just the switch of my mm, lifestyle, right. is, it was, like, jarring for them. So if you started a couple years ago, you started comedy when you were, like, 28 or so. Yeah. Something like that. Um, it, it is interesting. I feel like a lot of people, a lot of listeners may be wanting to do sort of creative things, acting, whatever it may be. Making this jump. But they spend, like, five years convincing themselves not to do it. And before they know it, they're, like, 30. And then they go, meh. You know? <laughs> I, I truly think that happens to so many people, mm. you know? Uh, because it's just like so much easier to make a list of reasons why not to do something, and I think it's cool that you just kind of you know grabbed it by the balls and just like went for it. You did know? you, Foon? Did you as soon as you did one open mic? Did you know you're like okay, I do stand up? Somebody asked me this other day. Somebody, mess- by the way, if people are like, hey, I DM you all the time and you ignore me, if you want to really get to me, you got to message me on LinkedIn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a recommendation <laughs> for data analyst, and I will talk to you Somebody about anything. Somebody DM'd me and was like, oh my I'm God. a fan of the podcast. I want to start my own past. Could, could I pick your brain for 20 minutes? And I was like, I get DMs like that all the time, but I don't really respond to it because I'm usually pretty busy. But she messaged me on LinkedIn, and I was like, I respect that. Wow. And so I talked to her, and she asked me. She's like, did you? She asked me the same thing. And I think the first time I did it, I like knew that there was something there. Mm. But it, nobody, like, I just kept going back I guess I didn't really think about it. it 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 wasn't like this is gonna be my thing I just kept going back and then I think I would say two years in I just sat down with myself and I was like I'm gonna give this a real shot and, okay and, and I'm not gonna I'm gonna stop caring about my day job and that's when all my friends like got promoted with yeah, companies yeah. and I just stayed same salary like yeah, whatever but, now, and I, but like I was mentally okay with that yeah um, but I made that decision like very early on when I probably was like 25 or 26 you know okay yeah okay so pretty I, early. You have to, I think that but that's hard you, you have to do that I think yeah. to to get yourself ready for the next level whatever yeah. that means I think you do you have know? to I know as in, at the risk of sounding like a weird Brooklyn person it's very you know you say it into the universe and you believe that the 100%, energy has 100%. to go out there I do feel like you know it it is a lot of people have to have that moment that it's funny you say sit down you know with yourself yeah because you do have to have a sit down and be like you know i i'm gonna do this and i will see i will i like i will accept whatever consequences yeah you know it, it is yeah i think a lot of times me and you joke about how we don't believe in ourselves i think there's different levels of self-belief yeah that's like level one yeah so i was able to do that yeah i was able to be like let me give this a fair shot 
Yeah. This thing that I want, I think I want. Let me give it a fair shot. Now there's all these other things that I think take a lot of effort to get yourself to try to trust in yourself. Right. But yeah, that wa- that I was able to do. Right. You know, I think we struggle with the rest. Yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah. mean, each level I think is more and more difficult. I mean, Sarah, like you knew, you said you said you did one. The people didn't laugh at your jokes. You were at the sports bar. You couldn't get the Wi-Fi, and you were like, "Okay, I'm gonna do this." You knew like right away, right then. Yeah. Shit. I, c- because that's it was good. the hardest thing I've, and it still is the hardest thing yeah, I've ever sure. done. I was like, "That's what I'm looking for." Yeah. Like really, just to constantly be challenged and be dropped in something where I don't have any experience, no training, no schooling, nothing, and it, it, I feel like I'm drowning like, some days. It's like and naked I love and afraid. It. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> but with comedy. But with comedy. <laughs> Naked at an open mic. Yeah. Naked at an open mic. <laughs> so oh. They have oh, naked God. shows. They have the we used to have shows. a naked show in New York. Yeah. Oh yeah. I never. I never did, did that. Yeah, me either. I think Han oh, did it. Thank God I didn't That's do gross. it. I don't know you very well. Maybe you're uh, a genius, but I would say, you know, making a decision to follow your dreams, a year and a half later, already doing it professionally, like writing for a TV show or whatever that may look like, is uh, that is not a very common thing. That I can only yeah, I would agree. In my experience, when I from my class or like people I started with, the only people who, the only people who ever did that was Julio Torres. He was the only person who. He, I had, know, been, I he had been doing it for a little bit longer not, than us, though. Not, not that little, much longer. Little, he was probably like four years in but when he got he had, SNL. He had, yeah, he had a very. You're right. He and and he had a very special voice. He had a very special voice, and he was like, I think it was a chosen one, and he's he also a very one. funny. He's very funny. But I think out of ten thousand comedians, there's one who's like chosen to get stuff chosen. very earlier on. And it's not even necessarily this person is the funniest. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's just like this is the one. Right time, of, right voice, yeah. right people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For yeah. sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like, are you like a prodigy or like what's go- what's going on? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's so. What, yeah. I, that's why I brought you in. <laughs> I think it's. I mean, it's. It's. I, I. There's. I don't know anybody who is. I mean, I, I have friends who are getting writing jobs now, but they're like eight years in. And that's considered right. normal in New York. That is, seems yeah. normal. That seems normal. I think, honestly, yeah. this was just very, very lucky, you know, because okay. I, I don't have any representation. I didn't. It's not like I was putting myself out there. So they apparently they had just followed me for a while and kind of seen oh. my voice and like what I do. And they were like, oh, we're we're interested in hiring writers for this season. So they're like. Uh, the showrunner was like, I want to work with her. Whoa, so wow. I think it's just You're like chosen. luck. Chosen. Chosen. Yeah. Chosen. Chosen. Chosen Asia. I just feel very lucky. <laughs> yeah. I, feel, I think it was a lot of it was luck, uh, honestly. Well, so. I'll take take that. Take that. You, I'm wondering if you have any weird birthmarks that may show that you're the chosen one because it's, it's highly possible. Yeah, why do you think I'm wearing this necklace? Yeah, why like, you wearing that necklace? You're Shang-Chi. You're comedian Shang-Chi. Um... <laughs> Listen, Mike, you know me on the podcast. I like to laugh like an insane person, spread joy through jokes and yes. inappropriate comments. But is that how I feel on the inside in 2020? Absolutely not, Mike. I, no, it's, man. It's a dark mess in here, dude. Sometimes I'm really sad. Sometimes I'm a little depressed. I'm really stressed. You know, and I think a lot of people with the pandemic, they're not really sure about job security. And that's a, that's a huge source of stress for a lot of people. And I think if any of our listeners feel this way, they should check out our sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Connect in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. This isn't self-help. It's professional counseling. Send a message to your counselor anytime. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. Woo! All without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. You know how those waiting rooms can be, bro. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change counseling if you need it. And it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and self-esteem. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com Asian. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Asian. I, part of the reason why I left Toronto is because the comics were so mean. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so weird because New York used to be so mean. New York used to be really mean. mean. And yeah. like, not just mean, but like gross, you know, like really they were mean in Toronto. Yeah. I, I think the problem is, is that there's so few opportunities. So oh. when one gets taken, people get very oh, jaded. Oh, they're jealous. Yeah. Fuck. They get oh, very and angry. And yeah. New. I got a lot of, you don't deserve like what you're getting, oh, like geez. that kind of stuff. I was like, oh, whoa. Really? Wow. So a, par- a part of the appeal of New York was there's so much <laughs> oh, going on. I love 
love how your reaction to this hateful message is, whoa. <laughs> wow. That's so chill. I don't like I that. Crying. I want to <laughs> I want to toss a dart, you know? Like yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Well, so they seem nicer here now. Yeah. It does yeah. seem nicer. People seem to be a little nicer. Uh I mean, at the very least, I mean, Fumi, like every time I see a comedian, I've told this the story to other comedians like every time i see a comedian that i knew from the before times even if i wasn't like super close with this person um i like will hug them i'll be like yeah. you you live you made, you, it. You you made, made it, it brother you made it <laughs> and we're like friends now even though before it wasn't like we were enemies but i just didn't like hang with these people yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. oh my god now now we're like we were like bonded in something yeah and now we're now everybody's a little bit more chill about mm -hmm. you know about the hustle because they know it could be flipped upside down any second yeah yeah, yeah. but um i mean so that you know the sort of it, it, it's all about timing you you had good timing in some ways bad timings timing in other ways because of the because of the fucking pandemic but um this has been kind of going around and we saw this you know have you watched squid game did you watch squid game yeah yeah i watched perfect it. perfect so this it's, it's like a huge fucking thing now it's like more than uh i just read recently that it has more fans or something than Bridgerton which I uh, I didn't know Bridgerton was number two That's me too cool. I didn't know that either I knew it was pretty big I didn't know it was that big I thought it was like friends or something <laughs> That's yeah crazy. so it's and it's so it's got a lot of uh of fans and it came out that um the creator of the of the show the creator director uh Huang Donghyuk originally pitched the script uh more than 10 years ago I'm reading this from BuzzFeed and he was rejected by tons of studios at one point he was supposed to have the story goes he like sold his laptop in order to pay rent it was like whatever and we've been kind of like having the discussion you know i think there's a lot of projects like this where like you pitch it for years and years and it goes nowhere and then finally it works and some people are kind of taking this narrative as like you should never give up other people are kind of saying no you shouldn't you shouldn't even try uh grinding like this because this is stupid you should try to find your own path and make it happen when people say no to you for 10 years and i wanted to like kind of open it up fumi you were kind of had yeah. some well, thoughts I think on some it people, i mean what i saw on twitter is that people are saying like oh isn't holly this is proof that hollywood doesn't know what they're doing mm. is don't trust hollywood right but and i think there's some truth to that yeah i also feel strongly about this just because it's like an asian show yeah i don't if this came out 10 years ago of course it would still be good and i think it would have sort of been critically acclaimed um similar to like a lot of there's been a lot of asian and like south american films that's been critically acclaimed that like it's on sundance and shit right but nobody, oh, see. the average joe doesn't know about it yeah but this is like this is like britney spears big right everybody <laughs> everybody like a teenager knows this thing yeah right like and i think that it's it would be incorrect to not relate this a little bit to like sort of the K wave that's happening right now. Oh yeah, not just K wave, I guess. Just like I feel, America oh yeah, is I'm, sort of, it's K wave for sure. But I think America in general is just sort of like there's a sort of globalization happening. We're like open to more foreign things. Yeah, you know whether it's a Chinese product or Japanese thing or right. whatever. It doesn't have to be from Asia. Right. Just it's, it's I think it's related to the conversation about race we're having in this country. Everything, right? And yeah. I think this, the success of Squid Game. All lead off of the success from like BTS, and yeah, skincare, and all See, yeah, shit. The, you know, I think Squid Game is like, is like you know, riding that ramp. You know, yeah, what I'm saying yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. like the kid in your in your in your in your neighborhood. He's got the he's got the little wooden ramp. Yeah, and and the, the ramp gets bigger and bigger. Squid Game is riding off onto the into the sunset exactly, with it. Exactly. Yeah. So I I think obviously it's good like on an absolute level. I think it's good, but I think it's incorrect to like deny that was it this perfect wasn't it was perfect it was the perfect time mm. what what do you think sarah about all this um i have kind of like a general tactic that i use so i call it the vault whoa and whoa hey I this have, is marketing shit here <laughs> yeah, hit me with the marketing it, vault ceo <laughs> i have where's uh, my t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> it's coming you guys. <laughs> it'll be there right any any day now um yeah i have something i call the vault so i have um, just all my ideas go out, go there. All my like fleshed out ideas. I mm. make sure you know pilots for each of them, whatever. And when you're given an opportunity with someone, uh, like a producer, or you know you're you're networking with someone, and they ask you, they'll ask you, okay, so what are you? Do you have anything to show us? Then you you pull out things from the vault that you think they would oh, like. Oh yeah. And that way, it's just you're always prepared for when you're going to talk some to someone shit right there. Yes. Mm. So it's like, I think just having an understanding of 
how Hollywood is and how the mm. system is and how society is. Like, you, I agree with everything you said that only in the last few years people are actually interested in foreign films and they're unless you're going to like TIFF or something, you know, like yeah, it, yeah, it was yeah, a culture, yeah. but now with Netflix, it's kind of, it's a whole section that you can just click on your TV at home. Yes. Um, so I think it's a mix of both. And I yeah. think people need to just, there could be five ideas in my vault that are like awesome. And then, you know, a bunch that are terrible, but uh, it just depends on who you get to talk to and who's willing to take that opportunity. So damn, yeah. I'm going to create I mean, a, a vault. Like, Note app. It's that's that. Well, that's the thing. Is like, so when I was talking about Julio Torres earlier, yeah. Again, he was he's very very funny, and he deserves all the success that he has. But he did get there was some luck. Yeah, some luck involved, and I think that's why the only way you can control so luck is just percentage, mm-hmm. right? And the only way to control that at all is to be everywhere. And I think that's why for a long time, you know, comedians in New York would do. Four shows a night to or, just be, or like just get as I many shots TikTok as you can. Video. I right. tweet five times a day because <coughs> yeah. you're just controlling chance. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. hi, More I'm ready. Yeah. Can some can someone notice me? And yeah. the ready part is important. So the when you get that opportunity, important. you're yeah. ready to go. Like right. I think a lot of people kind of forget about that. So instead of working towards something, just always be ready right. to and jump but on. But that's what's yeah. so weird is like when people kind of shit on Twitter comedians or whatever it is. You know, I just see that as like him, him or her or whatever, like just increasing their chances of getting discovered. Whereas people who shit on that, they don't. I think I think they they don't they understand the mm. vault part, but they don't understand the part two, which is like the look at me part, which the look. is equally, if not more important, as we could see from right. the Squid Game, than the actual script. You right, know what I mean? right, right, yeah. right, right. I agree. I agree. I'm realizing now that I totally missed an opportunity because I was didn't have my shit my vault ready. I just this, this happened to me recently. I swear to God, I won't talk about it anymore because it's a secret. But I I feel like you're right. Like those knocks on the door, you have to be ready with an answer, right? But like you, what you're trying to do is just make sure you have more people knocking. You know what I'm saying? Whatever that, whatever the fucking way that is. Um, yeah, I think I I agree. I think uh, it's like people had to be primed a little bit to read, <laughs> to like listen to. Korean and then have a translation with the subtitle so like the the K-drama thing that helped yeah, yeah. the fucking the music videos with the, the yeah. subtitles I don't even know yeah 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 you can the, listen to BTS in Korean yeah right? K- K-pop yeah. K-drama yeah, so first it's like here's here are captions here's, yeah. some, <laughs> here's the way to, here's the way they started okay yeah. first of all alright first let's just get some hot guys to sing Boom. That's a very easy, yeah. you know, I'm saying BTS. Yeah. But okay? even that was an issue. That, that, was an issue. that was an issue. They're like, these guys aren't hot. These guys aren't hot. It took a long time. They're girls. Yeah. They're girls. Yeah. No, they right. did say that. They were it like, did. these are little girls. This I remember, girls like these I didn't, I remember we, we were talking about it them when BTS was first coming around. And we were like, oh, how are they? How, how much are they going to be ab- embraced? Uh, because they, they're, they're so different masculine, like masculinity wise. But then you notice too that that, that coincided with a push against masculinity yeah, in, in yeah, the traditional yeah. sense yes, yes, yes. and Toxic like we don't want to get into that we don't want to talk about that yeah, shit yeah. you know they kind of redefined it which yeah. is kind of like you know to your so to your again to your point like there's like all these different amplitudes and waves like kind of coming around you know so i think they had that and people are 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 like starting to see more asian faces yeah even ourselves we have to prime them we have to prime them <laughs> there's some asian people and it, it went three years. it did go back to um <clears throat> kim's convenience because you know that was that was just one more thing people could see Asian faces. Simu Lu's there. Simu Lu's now in Marvel. Asian people, here we go. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Squid Game. Fresh yes. off the boat. Fresh off I the boat. I loved that yeah. show. Yeah. yeah, and that came around at around the same time as. Uh, and I remember when that came out, it was such a big deal. Yeah. I remember I would go to a terrible open mic, and I would I would, I would be so sad. <laughs> I'd be like, that was terrible, and I would go home and watch, um, uh, Fresh Off the Boat, and be like, one day. I will have be rejected from that show. <laughs> well, you know? It's canceled now. It's canceled now, so I can't even miss now. it. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't know what the lesson is. Um, I feel... Timing is everything. Timing is everything. Timing's have everything. a vault. Have a vault. Yeah, I I, I mean, just... I, I think if society or if Hollywood isn't at the place to accept it, just keep it in the vault and, yeah. and yeah. wait for that also opportunity. Like, I like that. Also, people who, like, even the girl who said she's going to quit her job and, and go pursue acting, I think it's great, but, like... For the most people, like people don't knock on your door that often. No, you know it's it doesn't come. It comes like a lot in phases. So yeah. the vault is so important because like 
you have heat and then it's just gone and, and then it's like, gone you might go through years when nobody gives a fuck about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's hard to accept as somebody who's pursuing creative things. You know, but yeah, like, that's just the name of the game. It is the name of the game. So the vault is very important. That the is very vault. cool. That is very cool. Okay, everybody, it is everybody's favorite segment. It's das, das Race News. Uh, well, I don't know. Okay, and so <laughs> it's uh, this one. This one. This is almost like a throw. Okay, it, this this news came out recently, but it feels like a throwback because of the topic yeah and um it's a little problematic it's a little problematic i don't like it this is from salon and uh i'll read the i'll just read the uh the the headline here okay k-dramas cured my prejudice against asian men and this is it's written by an asian person written by an asian uh-huh. woman and i'll just summarize it because it's it's fairly long but it is it's an interesting read uh and she this woman talks about how she didn't want to date asian dudes for a long time because she never saw any you know a- asian guys being hot and romantic on you know on white tv um her she never saw her parents do anything like that which i thought was kind of interesting mm-hmm. so it's like my dad never like ro- really like banged my mom hard so like yeah. I, I don't know like yeah, yeah, yeah. she never she never saw that modeled and she you know goes on talks about how she didn't date any asians in college except for like maybe one or something uh she wrote a term paper about it which i think is hilarious where did she go to school i have no idea some you know she wrote her senior thesis about like um you know this this whole thing and i think it's an interesting topic because fumi when we started this this podcast you know we're at episode 201 200 episodes ago we um had to be we would always kind of tiptoe around this because you know, because of Reddit, because of Reddit Asians, because of Reddit Asians, they're Reddit Asians, they're toxic. you know, they're very toxic, and they would always be like, "Well, Asian guys," and blah, blah blah. Anyways, I feel now the conversation has evolved yes. such that it's like very obvious to me that everybody's like, "We were." It's clear that Asian guys are hot, and it's, you know what I'm saying? Not yeah. all of us. Yeah. Look at us. Well, we're, we're just equal. Now. We're equal. We're, we're just we're like we're just like now. regular we're people. We're yeah, game. we're in the game. Yeah. That's you know, been established. We already. Know yeah. This. So she there. So that she writes this article about how she used to not think she was hot. I mean, not think that Asian guys were hot and now she is not racist. It's kind of a funny article to me. It's like, a, it, the, it hits different. The timing is off. Yes. The timing, timing is off. The timing is off. <laughs> this should have been written in like 2014. 201 episodes yeah. ago, this makes sense. Yeah. 201 episodes later, because of us, we changed the game. We changed it, it was us. It's we us, it feels okay. different. I don't know, you know, I wanted to get your thoughts on it very quickly. Everybody, Sarah, if you want to start. Yeah, like when whenever people say that kind of stuff, I'm, I'm always like, "Ooh, that sounds like a you problem," you know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And it like, "Oh, you should not be publicly yeah. acknowledging this." Yeah. Like, she clearly has spent a lot of time thinking about this. Yeah, she That's wrote a thing. paper about it. Yeah, yeah, when people are are fighting this and they they have milestones in their life where they've like oh. addressed it, it's like you need to turn inwards and like take a look <laughs> at uh, what's going on because. Yeah everyone else is not having the same problem yeah it kind of reminds me of when like you know like a white friend who like just discovered intersectionalism or something like that intersectionality and they're like talking to you about it as if it as if it's if something that we all just found out about right it's like oh that's cool that you're that's really cool that yeah no that's good yeah team now but Yo, I'm on season five of that. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. She's, she's pulling like an Andrew Yang. You know what I mean? Andrew <laughs> Yang is like, Andrew yeah, Yang. Andrew, oh like it's like, oh, like I get, like it's cool that you're saying you're going. Yeah, you're it. right. You're right. Yeah. She's I, she's correct. She's I correct. She's, wrong. she's correct. She's correct. But it's like we're we're not on that chapter anymore. Yes. You know, so I don't know why. I don't know why it's in the fucking salon. I thought the salon was supposed to be like smart. Was this like a smart like woke yeah, publication? Woke publication. I do feel you're right because it's it's. I feel if you had said this, like... Also, I hate the word cured. Like, cured. it's a disease. Yeah. Yeah. It's a disease to think people from your own continent are ugly. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. Just, I don't, I don't like this. Yeah, like they're cured. I don't like it at all. I feel like this, you know, it would have been very powerful if this article had come out, like, you know, four years, five years ago, yeah. when nobody was, like, you know, saying all these things in yeah. K-dramas. Saying it in public. Saying yeah, it in public. Be like, yo, yeah, just yeah. be like, yo, get Asian guys are hot, and you're a douchebag if you don't think so. Like, yeah. people would have been like, no, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you would, that's a real strong stance. Yeah. But now, it feels weird because there are so many... I'm gonna argue there's too many hot Asian guys. Let's yeah. just let's all say it, yeah. right? Yeah. Let's all let's let's get it back down. Yeah. Okay, let's yeah. all calm down. Yeah. All right. Fucking all these gay K drama actors. So it hot. really has been. It, they have been. I actually have been upset about. 
The dude the from Squid guy. Game. The actor, the main actor. All of them. The main actor from Squid Game. Even the grandpa. Is, yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. I was looking at this grandpa. I was like, I bet you this dude cleans up, yeah, though. Yeah. I bet you this dude, he he cleans up and he probably is like in an LV I ad. Uh, yeah, yeah. He swear to God, right? It's just like, you Yo. know, he's like he, his bone structure is pretty it's, good. I know, but it's, it's out of control. It's just like, I, I always say, I just want to see like an Asian Jonah Hill, Asian. Give me like an Asian slob. Give me more of that. Asian know? slob. It's just tough when everybody looks like fucking this guy right here, you know? I don't yeah. know what his fucking name is, but I don't know. Anyways. Anyways. Any more thoughts? Any more any thoughts? thoughts? Any more thoughts, Sarah? Do we have any yeah, yeah, I feel, you Closing know remark. Hit us with some marketing jargon. Marketing jargon? Yeah. Yeah. You can't go for the low hanging fruit. Oh wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you gotta get to a flow state and retro uh, oh your your workspace and, and the individuals that you're working with. She really does need Wow, you're really good at this. Um, I don't. Are we going after this person? We're are not we going. Open? I'm not going after okay. anybody. Let it be known. We're not going after. We're not after going after we're anybody. Nice we're not nice boys. It's just okay. Let, uh, to finish my thought about yeah. like, you know, if five years ago you had son that said this, then yes, uh, it's this is kind of like a, a strong, brave article. But now, it's like you're at um, you're you're like you're at the Louvre, and you're like, hey, art is cool. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Read the yeah. room a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we get it. You're at the loop. You don't have to be like art is awesome. Yeah. I used to hate art, okay? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're ruining I'm the cured. You're <laughs> <laughs> You're ruining yeah. the art for okay. It's That's even cool. it's like the people that come out with like Me Too stuff now, and they're yes. like, I see that like Harvey see. Weinstein was like a bad person, okay. and you're like, oh wow. People do this to female comedians all the time. They go like this. They go, uh, I, don't, I don't know if this ever happened to you. They go, uh, a bro will come up to you after a show, and be like, I love how um, you don't just talk about your vagina all the time. Yes, and yep. they're, they're saying it as if they're like, I'm not like the other guys. Wow, like, you know. Oh my that's god! That's like a thing. Yeah, uh, yep, it is. But they, but they oh yeah, that wow. has happened to me. But they don't know they're being like reverse. You know? Oh they're yeah, going backwards. They're they're regressing. So yeah. Anyways, uh, well, <laughs> shout out to this article and this person. Yeah. And uh, I think they're I think trying their best. They're trying their best. Trying but their I best. think sometimes when you have a discovery, you should just think: Is this an internal thing I should talk about uh, it with myself? Yeah. Or on a public forum like the salon? Well, yeah. they got paid, salon. right? Yes, you got paid. Which makes me a little angry. <laughs> <laughs> we want to say thank you to our guest, Sarah Wren, for coming and uh, getting lost and yeah. taking a lift here. Yeah. And let's hope that she can get home in a reasonable yeah. hour. But we're not going to show you how. We're not show you how. We're going to you're going to you're going to end up in in Gowanus and it'll be great. Yep. Yeah. You don't even know what we're talking in, about. In the river. No, I, in the river. I, I have to learn. I have to learn <laughs> some way. Go for a dip in the Gowanus River. Yeah. Do, do, yeah. The canal. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, and then go um, to yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing the show. This was amazing. Um where can our friends uh sorry, where can our fans find you in your work? I tweet way too much, <laughs> okay, so perfect. you can follow me on right, Twitter. Be careful out there. Yeah. <laughs> be careful out there. Don't get fired. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm honestly surprised like I haven't yet. Um yeah, I just I post pretty much like a lot of observational things on Twitter, so that's the best place to reach me. It's uh, at Sarah Wren Comedy. Same across social media. Nice. Um, and I'm just running around doing shows. Are you still working on this album? Y yes. Yeah. Okay. I actually, I I'm going to be in the UK for 2022. You mean Asia? You mean Asia? Yeah, in Asia. <laughs> yeah. yeah, doing Asian UK. doing my full like set yeah. so wow look at that yeah. see going to uk and doing this doing the full set you got doing album, the full bro. set you have an I, album? I don't no, have an album, album. no <laughs> you don't have an album five minutes yeah right <laughs> I, I have literally five minutes i did a show yesterday i was like i have four minutes so yeah. uh yeah please check out uh sarah ren uh as always yes, um yes, check yes. us out uh on instagram at asian not asian pod you can also find us on twitter and youtube uh mm -hmm. with asian not asian pod and you can find me mike uh on instagram at nice pants bro and i'm also on there at the fumiabe the t-h-e-f-u-m-i-a-b-e please come out to a free uh hack city stand-up comedy show uh that's the monthly show mike and i do together for our podcast fans the next one's gonna be november 23rd at caveat that is a venue in the lower east side go to asian.asianpod.com for tickets or check out the um ticket link in our episode description yeah. And I believe that is all. That is all. That is all, Anals. That um, is all. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We sh we uh, surely did. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.